all human thought, all science, all religion, is the holding of the candles of the world's past and are we ceasing to get we gave the start knowledge for the gate to the cosmos to hear reality? When the stars are running back, they could fly the world the sky. But when the stars were wrong, they could not live. But although they no longer lived, they would never really die. When the universe is vast and inexplicable, and you are weak and insignificant, then you know you're playing Call of Cthulhu. This is an actual play of Call of Cthulhu 7th edition, featuring adult themes and horror. Listener discretion is advised. Find our published scenarios at starsareright.com or contact us for help unleashing your own twisted tales upon an unsuspecting world. And now, settle in, dear listener. Intrigue, high adventure, and cosmic horror await when the stars are right. Hello and welcome back, listeners. Today we'll be playing Session 4 of Good Vibes Only, a scenario written by Fedra Floru, aka me, and published by Stars Are Right. This scenario is available to buy and run for your own group. Just check our website or buy directly from DriveThruRPG, link below. Now, who are you playing and how are you today? How? I'm playing Nicola Kuhn, and I low-key have Kumbaya, my lord, stuck in my head now. <laughs> Noxicals. I'm playing James Canavan, and I'm going to be replacing all of my torches at home with glowing Rocky books. Lydia? I'm playing Russell Baran, and I'm ready to let go of my attachments and also my sanity. Seb? I'm playing Karen Coakley, and I have a sinking feeling that this sharing circle is about to go south. And I'm Fedra, your keeper for the day, and I can see that you're stuck between a rock and a hard book. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Oh, boy, yeah. <laughs> Lydia, tell us what happened last time. James and Nicholas struggle over the jar of salad dressing. One convinced this is about to be the taste sensation of a lifetime, and the other fearing it's contaminated with the same mind-altering substance as the incense. This clash of lunchtime titans is interrupted when Nicola unfortunately breathes in the drugged smoke. Kiana thinks quickly and persuades her fellow cabin mates that there is an adorable puppy back in their quarters and if they all leave right now, they can spend their lunch break playing with it. In a shocking and distressing plot twist, there is, of course, no puppy. The disappointment and some negative affirmations recited by Kiana help the investigators to clear their heads. Shaken, the team agree to try and sneak into Guru Sage's office to find the keys to the hidden room under the meditation hall. Nicola and Karen volunteer to distract the other guests, gathering retreat attendees together for a sharing circle on the grass outside and leading a chorus first of traditional Chinese songs and then a rousing version of Kumbaya while the others slip quietly inside. In the office, the group finds a box of all the electronics handed over at the start of the retreat. It would be too noticeable to reclaim all their phones, so they settle on only taking Russell's. It is an old-fashioned, unobtrusive model that they feel won't be obviously missed. Behind some false books on a shelf, they uncover a set of keys and a mysterious tome with a jagged, almost rock-like exterior. 
Shockingly, the book lights up as soon as it is touched. To stop them being seen through the windows, James wraps the book in fabric and leafs through it. Among information on auras and spiritual cleansings, they find instructions for a ritual called On Destroying the Bismouth. Is this strange Bismouth being the true power behind Sage and her followers? It seems the self-proclaimed guru is capable of dismissing and then rebuilding a new version of it in every location they hold a retreat. Is there a way to stop the gruesome guru from taking over the New Age world? The investigators are determined to try. Hiding the book in the woods outside and taking the keys, incense and phone, they rejoin the circle in time to see the staff approaching fresh sticks of drugged incense in hand. So let's start at the sharing circle where an assistant has just left to get more incense. Now you know that if you break up the circle, everyone will leave. There are two of us though. One of us can, can keep the jam going, right? While the other one tries to run uh, interference. Do you want to play a really sly game of rock, paper, scissors? <laughs> <laughs> In the room? Yeah, we both give each other a knowing look and then instantly go into rock, paper, scissors incredibly quickly. <laughs> yep. Let's, let's yep. roll for it. I genuinely think we should roll a luck off and whoever gets higher gets to leave. How are you going to communicate that? With the ch- I guess who gets first? We're playing Literally rock, playing rock, paper, scissors. Yeah. Like in the middle of the sharing circle. While, exactly. Like, in the song, on beat. Yes. <laughs> it's kumbaya, and you go on ya. <laughs> exactly. All right, you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Oh, that's a 17. Can you beat it? No, he cannot. No, I cannot. All right. Then I uh, I hop up and uh, still, I, I sort of keep conducting with my hands and I keep singing through my grin as I stumble out of the circle. It takes a little bit of time because it's, uh, you, you're like not right next to the door. I told my character sheet in my backstory, I'm really good at duck, duck, goose. So I run around <laughs> that circle <laughs> super fast. <laughs> Actually, no, I'd, I'd like to roll constitution. That seems to be the thing we do. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's it, we've broken her. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I rolled a number. Did you ask me to, or am I just having fun with dice? I what forget. did you roll? Uh, no, first I want to know if you asked me to roll. <laughs> did you fumble? I didn't fumble. Did you ask for a roll, or did you ask for one of You I'm asked sorry. for a constitution roll. Why did I do that? I don't know. Okay, I don't. Me. I chased... <laughs> duck, duck, goose. <laughs> um, oh it. my god, we're never so facing sorry. the scenario. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm being silly, but Nicola is very serious and single-minded, and she's doing this right. So her little legs pump, and she chases this person down. Okay but in decorous fashion while still smiling. Okay. So like a little bit of a power walk. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's go to the other side of the pond where James, Russell, Kiana, and Talia are all huddled deep in the woods around a rocky book. You open up the same page and I'm gonna share a handout for you to read. Ooh. And uh, uh, let me know who would like to read it. Do they have to read it in one breath? No, maybe. 
<laughs> you have to read it underwater, and uh, if it's not 100% intelligible, uh, you die. Depends. Do you hold your breath when you open the book? Does the book smell of incense? A little bit. Hmm. On destroying the Bismouth. The society of the energetic being operates primarily through the creation of bismouths in different areas in order to integrate people through it in a transformational and safe space. When the retreat is concluded, the bismouth can be destroyed and moved to a different area where new people can sign up and join the society. The bismouth should either be destroyed by a strong guru or a group of weaker initiates as it requires inner strength and resolve. Anyone but the main caster could suffer casualties. Beware, do not destroy the Bismouth before all attendees have been integrated, as anyone in the pre-integration phase will instantly become less susceptible to the society's influence and could compromise the great cleansing of vibes. The ritual to destroy a Bismouth follows. Obtain a corrosive substance and place at least a cup in a safe container on your person. Enter the Bismouth Center holding such substance. Repeat the chant to release the Bismouth and continue until the creature has melted. Chant Bismouth, I release you from your benevolent cause. I thank you for consuming all negative flaws. You are cleansing humanity from filth it prescribes. You are truly creating the greatest of vibes. Now select a new location far away from this one for your next retreat, spend some time preparing it, and start again. Namaste. All right, who wants to roll sanity? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't fancy it, thanks. I think that poem definitely creates a lot of san. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> I have a great loathing of iambic pentameter. <laughs> Okay, I haven't lost any sand yet, so I'm still at 51. Oh, and that's an eight. So I'm okay, I guess, unless I lose one anyway. Uh, if you believe what you've read, then you lose one, I think, yeah. Oh, did I do what I probably sort of do, I think. I passed. One as well. Uh, Kiana is looking very shaken. She says, uh, well, I guess this is, this is what we have to do, right? But where's, where's the Bismouth? Also, isn't Bismuth just a place? Ah. Uh, well, I don't know, but... Corrosive substance. There was the acid that we used to clean the toilet. Yes, we must go and get that. And then, whatever it is, I'm sure, I'm sure that they're keeping it They're keeping it somewhere here. Well, that, that would explain why they were using something quite so caustic just to clean the loos, I guess. We don't know where it is, though, right? Even if we steal some of the acid, we don't know where we're taking it. Well, I know there was something strange in the underground, the meditation hall, and uh, well, what's stranger than this? The ritual says if we destroy the Bismuth before all attendees have been integrated, then anybody left over will instantly become less susceptible. So we are certainly up against a time limit. We, we have to do this by the end of the retreat or goodness knows what could happen. The sooner the better. It's right? true. Yes. How, how do we do that? How do we sneak into the to the meditation hall when we're supposed to be burying our precious things in holes in the woods? Mm. 
I, I don't know. When is the next time we have free dinner? It's 7.30. That is some time away. And we have to make sure they don't know what we know. Because if they know that we know that they know what we know before then, then they might try to stop us. And Talia is stuck, mute and blinking. It it seems like reading this has also upset her. I don't know what to do, genuinely. But we should go and get the other two and discuss it together, yeah? Yes, I think we need all of us to do this. Yeah. Can we, um, um, uh, Russell, does your phone, could it take basic notes or a text message? Can you write down the basic steps of this ritual and the, and the chant? And then we can leave this book under a bush. I would imagine that even the most basic of phones that, that he might have would, would still have some kind of note-taking facility, right? Yeah, yeah. basic phones have note-taking, but they take a while. Yeah, that's Is it going to have to be the whole... We like, literally the one 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 yeah. two two three three yeah. three zero. Ah uh, yes, that was the phone I've been given from my volunteering, and sending a text message takes approximately half an uh, hour, uh, unless I use text speak. But then I feel bad because most people don't do that anymore. It's like weird. You're a professional, and you're like, see you later. Um, Leech speak. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I think all we need to, to really know is the chant, right? The rest of it we can just sort of memorize. Uh, you've left the book open for a while now, so I'm going to need a constitution roll. Because? Because uh, after a little bit, the book started smelling of a very familiar incense. God damn it. Ooh, I've only got 33. If you choose to not hold your breath when you smell that for the first time then you don't need to roll you can just smile I think I'd try I mean I think as soon as I smell it I'm going to be like oh no and I'll try holding my breath yeah same no that was a 90 oh I've passed that's a 20 Russell once again you have a big smile on your face and you realize that, you know, this is this is okay. There's a good way of spinning this, I'm sure. Yeah, I've suddenly discovered a love of this kind of poetry. <laughs> a kind of tumpty tumpty tum. It really sticks in your mind. And these this rhyme scheme is brilliant. I'm kind of humming a little tune as I think of it. Trying to set it to music, almost. <laughs> James, you see that Russell has a goofy smile on his face. I'll say, Russell, no, remember the puppies. Maybe the puppies would like to hear this poem. Well, they can't because they're all dead. Can <laughs> we go for the dead puppies again? <laughs> it speaks to me. Listen, listen, I release you from your benevolent cause. Doesn't that sound wonderful? Doesn't it just roll off the tongue? I thank you for consuming all negative flaws. It's wonderful. I kick you to death even though you've got cute paws. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of role is this? Is this a persuade or is this some kind of weird fast talk? I'm just just trying to... Draft poetry. Draft poetry. 
I don't think I have either persuade. Oh, I do. I've got persuade. Okay, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm trying to persuade Russell to think about dead puppies. <laughs> uh, no, but that's a ninety. That's a fail. Oh no. <laughs> I'm okay. nowhere near as good at it as uh, as uh, Kiana. There can be one more attempt to get Russell out of this. He's now imagining an audience of puppies as he recites this poem. Uh, there's one more attempt, and if it's failed, then a Russell's tug like this. Oh dear. Just letting you know. I'm going to close up the book, wrap it in the shirt, and like physically go and take it and stuff it in a bush. <laughs> yeah. Does Russell still seem under the influence? Definitely. Oh, balls. You can try and do a hard power roll on yourself, Russell, if you if you want to try and get out of the state. But if you fail, then you'll be stuck. Hmm. Now, my pow isn't brilliant. It's 49. It's not great. It's not great. Or you can, uh, the group can decide for someone else to try again. Uh, let's go back to Nicola. Nicola, what do you do? with the assistant on the way. I really should have thought of something to distract them with, shouldn't I? <laughs> hmm. Um, okay, so am I able to catch them up en route? Yeah, I'm sure you can if you power walking. Okay, brilliant. Um, then the only thing she can think of is to be like, do I know their name? Is it Malcolm or is it one of the others? Sure, it can be Malcolm. Okay. <laughs> You Malcolm. see from from behind, you couldn't tell. The but now you see it's Malcolm. <laughs> All right, my favourite assistant. Wonderful. All right. So from behind, uh, as she approaches, Nicola is like, um, Malcolm, I just had a quite Ah! And then she, like, falls over. Um, and is like, oh, no, my ankle. Ah! Oh, I see we've had a fall. That's okay. We can get you up and running in no time. Um, she's not sure how this works, so she's attempting to show pain, but also continue smiling. <laughs> That's she... the spirit. <laughs> no pain, no gain, as they say. Excellent, it's working. <laughs> We're gonna heal that ankle and it's gonna be stronger than ever. Let's go. Yes, please. Oh, oh, ow. Oh, oh, it's very tender. I think, oh, I think maybe, um, maybe we should go back so I can, I can sit down again. Well, I'm sure we have some first aid supplies in the office, so let's take you there and then we can wrap it. Yes, of course you do. That's a sensible place <laughs> to keep them. Okay, but I might be a bit slow. Could you could you help help hold me up? Yeah, that's okay. Shall I lift you? No, no. Uh, my other leg still works. <laughs> oh, Malcolm, you're so strong. <laughs> oh, that's okay. It's no trouble, he says, and he just lifts you up like a... Oh no, I have that to go. <laughs> I feel sick. <laughs> but still smiling. <laughs> oh wow, what a delicate woman you are. Yes, I uh, How I did am. you make it up all the way here? Um, you know, inner determination and positive thinking. You know I can get behind that. I knew you would. <laughs> Alright, off we go. Let's go. Slowly though. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> uh, hilarious. Karen, you're having a great time still. <laughs> Nothing too exciting is happening in your end, but at least uh, no sanity losses. 
a completely unending round of kumbaya. <laughs> yes, maybe. maybe. <laughs> uh, I, I like to think that Karen's just consigned herself to her fate at this point. She's just like, yeah, you know what? One of us had to take one for the team. And I won. I made a hit of this delightful, deadly incense. <laughs> So, yeah, Nicola, eventually, I'm going to fast forward because it gets her ahead. Eventually, you make it to the office. He unlocks the door, goes inside, grabs something, puts Tonyo around your ankle. So he says, well, if you could, uh, you know, keep it elevated, take a bit of a sit down. Of course, after all the activities, but uh, this evening, try to rest. Okay, yes. Um... I think maybe she's building, like, like, as we were heading in, she tried to she's make- She's holding a stick of incense, by the way, as well. Okay, I'm eyeing it suspiciously and smiling. Uh, so as we were, I know those guys made it out anyway, but Nicola doesn't. So as we were heading in, she was like making a lot of noise outside as he was unlocking the door so they know and all the rest of it. And now that we're inside and she's scanning around just to make sure nobody's like hiding under any desks or whatever. They <laughs> seem to have gotten away scot-free. Roll the, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. We don't need to roll. Okay, yeah. I don't see any sign of them. Okay, as far as, far as I'm concerned, they're just not here anymore. So presumably yeah. mission accomplished. Or they never went in. Or they never... Well, that's true. How much do I... Well, I just got to hope they did their job as as I did mine. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's it then. I can't really do much else of use. I can't stop him bringing the damn incense back. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I, I do ask him to, to um, help prop me up as we hobble back. Okay, so you hobble back with him. And he's, has he got the incense in the other hand? Yeah. Okay. Trying to figure out if there's any, like... And a lighter, I'm sure. Is there any reasonable way that I could, like, trip over and bring the incense with me? And, you know, just, and like, crush it And render it useless into, the, into, <laughs> into the... powder. Well, you know, you and just... And not snort it, accidentally. <laughs> just I eat it. Yeah. <laughs> um, safekeeping. Um, um, um. <laughs> no, you know what I mean. Like, he's got one arm around me. If I could somehow... No, there's no way there is in the other hand. I can't Maybe think he of is, a way. Uh, yeah. You don't want to accidentally... Oh, God. Oh, I might have to do another stumble and fall as he's lighting it later on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Nicola's resigning herself to. Uh, and as you exit the the woods with the, without the book, which you've put under a bush or whatever, uh, do you know where it is in the woods? Are you going to remember it? What, do you, what have you done to... I mean, I'll try and memorise where we are. Okay, there's a lot of bushes. My assumption is we don't need to know where it is because we've written down the basic steps, right? Okay, yep. True. Sounds good. We we could have put, like, a distinctive-looking rock or something mm-hmm. on top of it. But, yeah, as you said, we, we've got what we need from it. Uh, Nicola and Karen, you return, but then with the, you and your ankle delaying things significantly, he's like, oh... Like, well, I guess it's time for the next activity now. So I, I suppose we should disperse this. Phew. So when you return after having put the book behind a bush, people start emerging from the meditation hall and heading towards uh, the woods, but not kind of southmost woods where you were, more a bit more um, west, southwest. Cool. So am I, am I piling out, therefore, of the meditation hall? Yes. Uh, do I see Nicola as I'm coming out? Yeah, you see her hobbling <laughs> with Mal- Malcolm. <laughs> Great, perfect. Yeah, um, Karen will come over and say, uh, Oh gosh, Nicola, are you alright? Uh, nothing a bit of rest and natural herbs or whatever won't fix. 
Just a twisted ankle. Nothing to worry about. Exactly. That's the spirit. Oh, are you? Then you, everyone else appears as well. <laughs> Fab, well, um, Nicola, let me give you a hand. Um, Malcolm, don't let us, uh, don't let us keep you. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll see you in the next activity in a moment. Yes, of course. We'll all be at the woods. I'll be waiting for you. Don't, don't start without us. Oh, wait, actually, my bad. <laughs> this, this whole thing disoriented me. We're supposed to go to the cabins first so that you can grab, uh, the things you showcased uh, in the bonding yard. Let's go. Oh, we, we can grab those. Where do we need to head? Oh, no, it's okay. I'll join you. I know that uh, Nicola here needs help, and uh, I was going to... I'm supposed to uh, stay with my group for this activity. Um, it's it's really all right. Um, I can <laughs> I can take Nicola. Uh, she's very light. Um, is there I anything am. that I can say or do to persuade him to leave us <laughs> the fuck alone? <laughs> You've been so helpful already, Malcolm. Please, don't you let really me. You don't want to impose. Yeah. Well, everyone else is doing it. I'm sure you've got lots of things you need to do. <laughs> yeah, n- nothing nothing along those lines will do it, unfortunately. Mm. Well, I have a knife. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That should do it. Mur- murdering him will probably make him live you alone. <laughs> Russell is just smiling benevolently throughout all of this. <laughs> oh, yeah, Russell has a creepy smile on his face. I've just realised Nicola has size 63, so she's not as light as I was expecting. Malcolm is a strong boy, though. Malcolm is a very strong boy. Yeah, N- N- Karen doesn't look like she could help very much. <laughs> she barely has any lung capacity. Hey, she's she's <laughs> strong AF. She just, uh, you know, is bad at, like, endurance sports. <laughs> she was a power lifter. <laughs> <laughs> so you go back to the... Uh, to the cabins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When we're gathering up our stuff, can I, like, because I described my sketchbook as, like, full of stuffed in bits of paper and held around with a with a rubber band. You also showed it to him. I did, yeah. But mm-hmm. I might, what I'm going to attempt to do is I'm going to just grab one loose bit of paper with one particular sketch mm-hmm. on it. Um, and if he asks, I'm going to say that this is the most special sketch to me of all of it. Um, you know, this is the one that started everything. Without this, the book has no meaning. And so this is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. Is that a fast talk? Yeah. I mean, could I, could I the persuade sketch of him. him? Is it true? No. <laughs> <laughs> so no. <laughs> Uh, I've got 5% fast talk this isn't going to work I don't want to lose my whole special book I dare you to take the picture of him that you drew yes yes the picture of him (gasps) I've just rolled a one hells yes Yes. I have just rolled one. That's like a natural twenty, but five times awesome. better. Um, <laughs> I mean, I had well, I had a one in twenty chance, but I, yeah. Amazing. That's epic. <laughs> he says, "Very well. That's exciting." Yeah, uh, it's just, it's you know, like my whole book, like grew out of this. Bring it, bring it too. I will. And I'll sort of quietly just tuck my book under my <laughs> under my duvet and bring that thing, like holding it like totemically in front of me. How about everyone else? 
Russell gets his stethoscope in his old black leather case out of his suitcase and he kind of holds it to him with a nice little beatific smile on his face and he's quite ready to trot out after Malcolm and to do what he's told Hmm. because he's out of it right now and he's going to be very upset when he wakes up. Slash if. Kiana looks very concerned mm-hmm. at you on and off, but then keeps smiling. Kiana grabs a sea- seashell. She's like, yeah. <laughs> um, Nicola briefly considers grabbing another piece of jewellery, but it was a pretty small yurt and she did hold up the pendant properly. Everyone got a good look at it, so... Uh, yeah. She's she's wearing it, so she just has it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Karen has, I think, by this point, made peace with the fact that as uh, as much as she is attached to the, the last physical thing that, that her mother gave her, um, helping Kiana get her partner back is probably more important. All right, you grab your thing, Kiana grabs her shell. Talia seems to have gone, like, weirdly mute. She is trying to smile, but you can see she's a bit shaken up. She grabs her little box of teeth and you'll start heading, following Malcolm to the woods. Uh, do, do we... Is it fairly obvious that Talia's not quite right? Um, Romy psychology. Sure. To see if you pay attention. Ooh, Camille roll? Yeah. Oh, wow, look at you go. I do. I do oh, notice. Oh, no. Well, uh, I've fumbled. But... Oh, no, stop fumbling. Goodness. I wish I could. <laughs> So 97. Okay, so Karen, you see that she doesn't seem quite right, as if, like, something's up with her. She's very shaken. She looks scared, but she's still trying to smile, but it's like she could, yeah, she could struggle. Uh, Mm. Nicola, Mm. you're starting to struggle a bit with some feelings you didn't think you would have. Feelings for Malcolm. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he was so helpful. Oh, no. And he seems so nice. <laughs> and he's so strong. He and is how, so do, strong. you did see him walk and, <laughs> you know. Boy, howdy, can that man walk. <laughs> Buns of steel. <laughs> mm-hmm. And oh, no. you, part of you wonders what it would have been like if you let him carry you to the threshold of the office. I'm considering letting him carry me to the woods. You're kind of too busy trying to push those thoughts away and be like, he's the bad guy. (laughs) Shut up, brain. But maybe he isn't. Maybe he's been taken. Maybe we need to rescue him. (laughs) Maybe you can fix him. (laughs) Exactly. That little voice. There we go. That's your fumble. You're welcome. Thanks. (laughs) That's something for you to deal with now. Yep. Great. <laughs> um, well, uh, Karen will go over and um, uh, sort of put a hand on Talia's shoulder and say, uh, Hey, you are right." She kind of looks at you with her terrifying smile. <laughs> Terrified. Uh, Karen will try and give her like a, a more natural smile <laughs> and say, um, We're on this together, all right? You're on your own. She nods. And you move forward towards the woods all together. 
you see the other people going there. Many of them are laughing, giggling. Some are even singing and dancing their way. Possibly Kumbaya. <laughs> Further into the woods. Um, you started a trend. But their behavior seems definitely excessive and unnatural. You're led to a little table in the woods when there's a, where there's another sign with the activities instructions attached to the table. Uh, and there are another two sticks of incense burning. There's also a stack of shovels by the table. They're slowly being depleted by their attendees as they move from the queue to read the instructions and then go and get the shovels. Many of them are already digging holes into the ground and different. They've kind of like picked their favorite spots around the woodland area and digging. Of course, once again, Sage appears and she says, this is one of my favorite activities because it truly teaches us the Buddhist principle of unattachment. You see, we're all corporeal forms in a spiritual world. We're not truly material. Our essence, our true beings are not tangible. We are essences and we exist outside of our corporeal form and that applies to everything, everywhere. As long as you have a memory, as long as you have an imagined image, that thing truly exists. And now we'll learn that all the feelings, all the thoughts that come into our heads and all our experiences exist through time, in the past, in the present and in the future, regardless of whether we have something to touch to remind us of them. Now go ahead, read the instructions, complete the activity, I can guarantee this one will be life-changing. If Russell was in his right mind, he'd probably have something to say about this because he actually was was brought up Buddhist, but um, <laughs> he totally doesn't know what's going on properly. He just thinks this sounds like an absolutely brilliant idea and that she has She's hit the nail on the head. Yeah, she knows Buddhism way better than somebody who actually grew up with it. She this, knows. This white girl gets it. This, this white girl needs to explain to me and teach me the ways of my own culture. She absolutely does. And I'm it, very strongly believing this at the moment. Um, yeah, so who would like to uh, uh, read the instructions? Uh, and who would like to try and read the instructions in real life while holding the breast to give everyone a bonus die if they like it? I just want to clarify. <laughs> holding our what? Breath. Okay. What did I say? <laughs> Maybe I was the only one who misheard that. Did I say breast? <laughs> the listeners, you, you were know. thinking of stupid sexy Malcolm. <laughs> I was. I is that Malcolm what I said? Or is that what you heard? I'm, I'm happy to read it whilst mm, holding my the breast. The recording <laughs> will show. <laughs> I was I was thinking about my boob, but I don't think that's what I said. <laughs> I was like, wow, I'm getting sweaty, but I, I don't think I was going to say anything. <laughs> Quality content. Um, this is, Brayden's going to remove that. That's for Brayden. No, you it? can't put, that's gold. Brayden, you know what you have to do. Leave it in. Brayden, who's your favorite? <laughs> um, We're relying on you, Brayden. Make the right choice, Brayden. Exactly. All right, I haven't done one of these uh, yet, so yeah, I, I volunteer as tribute unless someone okay. else is king. Take, take, a, take a deep old breath, man. Come on. You can do it, buddy. 
Letting go of attachments. Now let's get you deeper into the process of becoming your truest and most actualized self. We hope you brought the meaningful item you presented at the bonding yurt because now here you have your chance to realize that the value this item has brought you is timeless and incorporeal. Take a shovel from next to the stand and get to digging. When the hole is big enough, place your item of significance in it and bury it deep. Remember you're letting go of your attachment to it, not your memories of its significance. What it offered you has never been about its physical form. As you take your time digging and meditating, imagine your heart filling up with space for new different things, new experiences, more growth. You're unattached, you're free, now get started. You have 90 minutes, smiley face. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> I wonder if any oh. of our listeners actually got that. I well, hope they did. <laughs> sorry, friends. Run it, <laughs> run it at half speed, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> impressive. I mean, exactly. The joy of a podcast is that they could rewind and listen to it again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Basically, they want us to bury our stuff in a hole. <laughs> uh, does everyone want to roll Constitution with a bonus tie? Um, yeah. Russell, you are lucid enough to know that you're trying to avoid the incense, if you like. Unless you really like okay. it and you wanna you wanna <laughs> inhale it. Uh I, I I'll go with the bonus die. I I say that somewhere deep inside he's <laughs> trying to get out. Alright. Well thank goodness for the bonus die, because I've only just passed. Oh, there's also a sorry, there's also a sanity roll. If you fail the sanity roll badly, then there's, uh, you inhale it anyway. Oh, yay. Sanity for looking at the uh, symbols. The little symbols, symbols start moving around and dancing. Okay. It's very disorienting. Singing Kumbaya. Yeah. Wait, is, is uh, Nicola not reading oh. it out loud in, the, in, the, in real life? Is that not is that no. what happened? Okay. No, in real life, you're in a queue and everyone's reading it at the same time silently. Not in the game, in real life. We're oh. all in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all in the woods right now. Just remember, if you die in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, also, if the you other smile way, in the game, you smile in real life. If you die in real life, you die in the game. Uh, I failed my sanity. Does that mean that despite succeeding You roll con, 1d3. Uh, if you lose three, then you fail the con. Oh, I lose one. All right, then you're a bit shaken, but... You got it. Sweet. I also lose one. All right. Russell passed. I passed my Sam as well, and I passed my con roll. Did anyone fail their con roll? Mm-hmm. No, nope, passed both. Thank goodness for the bonus. Look at y'all. Very impressive. Even though Russell only has 33 con. Ooh. That could have been bad for Russell. Did I say I passed? What I meant was I failed the sanity, but I only lost one. Okay, that's okay. You're a bit shaken. Uh, let me do the others. Okay, everyone passed everything. Woo. Huzzah. And you grab a shovel each. You have now been shoveled. Okay, I will go and pick a spot far away from the incense with a big smile on my face like, oh, this is beautiful. I love this daisy or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is everyone else going with them? Yeah, let's stick together. Okay, Malcolm is also following. Yeah. I'm liking the weight of the shovel in my hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always good to have a shovel for emergencies. And I like the way Malcolm's arms look when he uses a shovel. Oh. Is he digging as well? <laughs> no, he doesn't have to. Ah, oh, damn it. But you can ask for help. I will. <laughs> Better believe it. <laughs> you pick your spots and you start digging. And then it's time to let go of your possession. I think 
Nicola and Karen, I will need a power roll so that you don't start showing any negativity during this really difficult thing you have to do. That's fair. Mm. And uh, Russell, you too, but you can have a bonus die because you're smiley anyway. Okay. But this is quite hard. I am not powerful. I passed it by one. Would you like to... Are you about to ask if I would like to spend 38 luck? Would you like to push it somehow? No. Um... Yeah, you know what? Karen will will put on a real brave face. She'll, she'll like realize that. Um, in fact, no, it's like um, she'll like stop. Uh, she'll, she'll like give an involuntary sob and then try and like cover it up as like uh, as like laughing. Yeah. Um, about how like happy she is to be letting go of this <laughs> material bullshit, and, like, <laughs> becoming more spiritual and vibey. Yeah. That is a success. Okay. okay. Karen starts cackling maniacally. <laughs> well, you'll be blending in with these other weirdos, right? <laughs> Sadly, you can see that Talia is really struggling. She has frozen in place. Her smile has fallen and she looks almost angry. She has oh, she has dug the hole. Uh, has Malcolm dug your hole, uh, Nicola? Uh, yes. Or even better, I might have contrived some sort of arrangement where we're both holding the shovel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I've got my hands on his or vice versa. <laughs> Music from the old Diet Coke advert plays. <laughs> yeah, presumably. <laughs> uh, and you see that Talia is really struggling. She's holding on. Like you can see her knuckles are wide from how hard she's holding onto that box. And you can see that Sage is kind of approaching to check on how your group is doing. Can we all see that? Yeah, and also around you, you can see other attendees uh, singing and happily burying things. Things you wouldn't expect someone to bury. For example, their own glass eye, a prosthetic arm, perhaps their life-saving medicine, their insulin, uh, which is a very disturbing sight. Which for which you can have another sanity roll if you like. <laughs> the worst time capsule ever. My precious item is insulin. <laughs> the treasured possession. Is that? I mean, that that sounded like this sanity roll is optional. Um, is that? Yeah. Am I am I interpreting that correctly? <laughs> if you don't feel like that's unnerving, then yeah. I think it is unnerving, and it, I've just rolled one hundred. Oh, that's oh, a one loss. It's okay. It's only the one, okay. That's a 91, so yeah, one for me too. You feel a bit disgusted. I feel both the pow and the sand. Can I make the, the argument and try and lawyer it that Karen would be preoccupied enough with Talia, having already spoken to her and, and kind of understanding how shaken she is, that, that Karen wouldn't necessarily be as, like, aware of what's going on around them or like All not right. paying as much attention to it. Maybe? It. Maybe? It. Tell me about Russell. Uh, well, Russell failed both the POW and the SAN. I'm thinking I should probably spend 10 points of luck for the POW roll. The POW roll was for your burying your possession. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because you're, you're really struggling. Maybe the negativity, how, how much did you fail? I rolled a 40 and I've got a power of 49, so I failed by nine. 
Okay, you can spend a leg if you like. Yeah, I did think you get I'll a bonus nine. die for your power roll? Uh, yeah, that was even okay. with. Okay. And then I failed the San as well. I reckon the sanity loss is probably not required for you because you're still in that strange happy space. Okay. You uh, are gracious. And you can kind of interpret it positively because of your <laughs> influence. He's still so impressed by Guru Sage that she <laughs> knows and he's doing as he's told. <laughs> Keeper. Yeah. Uh, given that I was burying one page of paper... Yeah, you don't need to roll power. Oh, yeah, no, I didn't think I did. But given oh. that I was doing that, and so presumably it hasn't taken me very long to bury it, especially if I <laughs> screw, screw it up into a ball gleefully or something. Sure. Um, can I, if I can see Sage coming, can I head towards her to sort of head her off and give people a chance to do something about Talia? Yeah. Cool. In which case, I'll wander over to, to Guru Sage with a big smile on my face and say... This has been really, like, really something. Can you tell me, Guru Sage, what what did you bury the first time you did this? Oh, wow. Well. Do you know Do you know where it's buried? Oh, it's nowhere near here. My oh. first retreat was not anywhere near here. I buried something that meant a lot to me. Like, what was it? I buried my wedding ring. Oh, wow. Mm. It was wow. important to let go. Yeah. And what did you bury? James, is it? It is, yeah. I buried, like, the foundational sketch from my graphic novel. You know, like, the, the one that started it all. The one that made it all happen. But you're right, it doesn't mean anything. Because, you know, it just doesn't. Yeah, how does it feel? Like really freeing. Yes. Yeah, and I'm just going to sort of like stand in front of her and sort of nod sagely, like, I don't know sagely. how much longer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know how much longer I can keep this up, but I sure hope you're distracted and that the people are doing something with Talia in the background. Talia is saying, I can't do it. I'm, I'm not going to do it. I, 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 I can't do it. This is not something I can replace. Talia, Talia, hey, hey, hey. It's okay, it's okay, everything's gonna be fine. We're gonna, we're gonna do this. We're gonna figure out what's going on. We're gonna get Kiana's partner back. We're gonna bring this piece down and then we're gonna come back. We're gonna dig this stuff back up again. You think I'm actually letting go of the last thing my mum gave me? No. <laughs> we're coming back. Right? I what if we? What if we don't? I I'll never forgive myself. What if my sister? I don't. I don't. I can't do it. I, I can't. I can't do it. I can't hey, do it. Hey, hey, hey! What's your sister's name? Talk to me. What's her name? Anna. Anna. Tell me. Tell me. Would. What would Anna want more? For you to keep hold of her teeth, or for you to make sure that she gets to see her sister again? Is it more important that you get out of here? Or that you keep hold of that box. She'd probably have a tough time choosing. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Malcolm has turned back and is kind of paying attention to maybe some negative faces. Seeing Talia 
Oh, I'd like to... about to turn and go. Well, if he was <laughs> the one who was in charge of, like, holding me up, then I'd sort of stumble gently into him. <laughs> Pay attention to oh. me! <laughs> <laughs> oh, um... Excuse me, can you, uh... Roll sorry, on I just subtle have to... flirt. <laughs> <laughs> I start twirling my hair with one finger. Uh, I just have to go check what's happening over there. It seems like some some trouble. I'll be right with you. Trouble? I don't think so. I'll come with you. Um, and I'm going to sort of like wrap my arm like around his, but I'm going to try in a sort of like a giggling like, haha. <laughs> now this is a fun game we're playing, but I'm afraid I do have to do my job as well. <laughs> it is fun, isn't it? <laughs> and I'm going to start trying to lead him in a dance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to make as big a scene as possible so that I distract him for a little bit, but also, the, you know, hopefully Karen over there is going to notice that, uh, you know, something's up. Mm-hmm. She says, I don't know. I don't know if I get anything. Even if I do it, I'm doomed. I can't take this. The book. He didn't read the book, but it was horrifying. The things that they're doing to people here, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. You're right, I didn't read the book. Whatever it is, we can help stop it. We have to work together. Okay? Hey, look at me. Look at me. Give me a persuade. Sure. That is a success. Okay, she says, okay, okay. I'll, I'll do it. And she tries to put on a smile. Oh, nice. And she puts it on the ground. Mm-hmm. As soon as Malcolm like gets uh, anywhere near, I'm going to turn around. Um, and with like a huge like grin and like a laugh, say like, hey Malcolm, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I feel so good after that. Oh my God, letting go of material <laughs> things is so freeing. <laughs> yes, isn't it? I, the, the the time I let go of my first Nutribullet, it was, it was a big release. Uh, of course I did buy the newest model and that was very helpful too. So if I hadn't gotten rid of it, I would have never gotten to experience the even better blade action. <laughs> One door closes, another open. You know, Talia Hill is just saying how freeing she felt it was um, letting go of the box and, and how much it was going to, uh, to, to you know, help her to um, to really connect with her with her sister and understand how how transient um, all of the time that we have together is. She, she's so happy. She started crying tears of joy. Look. Oh, good. I thought, I, you know, I, I thought there was some, some kind of... Uh, unhealthy patterns going on here but now that you mention it this seems this seems like a good thing i'm glad you're feeling better talia and uh i i, I hope uh, you never get to experience such negativity as you have before picturing talia just giving him a tearful thumbs up <laughs> yeah she looks down she's like it's so, so such release so good <laughs> <laughs> much happiness <laughs> and then wow. You've all buried your things successfully. Oh, we did it. We're advancing towards Nirvana, guys. Mm-hmm. How many Nitra bullets does it take to attain enlightenment? <laughs> That's a good question. That's true. Yeah, how many like uh, subscri- subscribers do we need in our downline? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and uh, Malcolm says you are free to take a comfort break and I'll come pick you up for the final activity of the day before dinner. Thanks, Malcolm. 
well done everyone you have truly made a difference and uh, well next time i see you i hope you're all singing and dancing from happiness i'm sure we will be i feel so much lighter you can see that everyone around you is intermittently or continuously singing and dancing in some way you are almost standing out by how calmly happy you are we gotta amp it up guys this yeah. isn't cutting the mustard anymore. Time to jig. I'm gonna I'm gonna link arms <laughs> with two other people and start skipping back towards our cabin. Like a yeah. frolicsome child. <laughs> no. <laughs> but not the person with the bad ankle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be a bad move. And you return to the cabin. And let's say this took 90 minutes. So you have half an hour before the next activity. Do we have time to go back to the woods and dig everything up? Uh, They're still sort of there, aren't they? Sort of just vibing. People are in the... They would see you. We'll have to come back then. It's going to have to be a nighttime venture, is my mm -hmm. guess. Totally. But on, on our skip back, once we're far enough ahead of, of Malcolm and crew... I mean, I'll whisper to, and let's say I grabbed Kiana and Russell. I'll say, "What do we think? Do we have to? Do we have to try and find this basement room now?" I'm smiling, and it hurts. Um, do we feel ready? Should, maybe, maybe we should share what's happened with the others. And also, Russell doesn't look well. I'm oh, yeah. fine. I'm very happy. Exactly I'm very the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unburdened. I'm learning the truth about attachments. You see what I mean? Okay, let's go back to our cabin and have a talk about what to do next. Hooray! But but we mustn't we mustn't take long. We don't have much time, and who knows? I don't, I don't know what the lake activity is like. All right. So, what do we know so far? What might be the answer to all of this? What did you find in the office? Um, Wonderful poetry. <laughs> yeah. Is someone going to just get him to snap out of it? It's very distracting. We should, we should deal with this first. <laughs> um, so, I guess what's a what's a what's a non metagamey way of trying to determine who's the most persuasive? Because <laughs> I'm pretty persuasive, actually. I just rolled badly last time. You could try again if you wanted. It's up to you. Yeah, but do I think Kiana's better than me? Is the question. Um, uh, I don't know. Kiana, can you back me up on this? <laughs> he says, like with a bonus die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I know a I know a very depressing story about some potatoes in a cellar that might help. Atrium, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're in on the joke for this one. <laughs> Everyone else, you better subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> and you tell them you tell him the potato story roll persuade <laughs> I think that's our first in-game callback to a beyond the madness it might not <laughs> no, be to be fair I like that though the potato if, story if, if Karen is telling a horrible story about potatoes <laughs> I'll, I'll be in the background saying and it never would have happened with a properly funded NHS <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> Oh, brutal. <laughs> oh, 
and Ross was a doctor as well. Exactly, Absolutely exactly. Savage. Yeah. All right, yeah. give me a roll. And if you're helping each other, you can have a bonus die. Okay, so who's, so who's rolling? Does it have to be go, Karen? Go the person who says the story, yeah. That is good. Okay, Karen, you've got a bonus die. <sighs> okay, okay. That's the final roll, by the way. It counts as a pushed roll. Save my sanity, potato yes! story. Yes! That is a nine. Oh, yes. Okay, Russell, you're suddenly very depressed. Oh. But clear-headed. Once again. What a terrible thing to happen. Yeah. My, what, 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 just, what just happened? I remember burying my stethoscope in the woods. This... I wouldn't have done that. That stethoscope has been with me since I was a young man. We'll go back for the stethoscope. And my pendant. Yes. Yes, I I, I don't want to leave here without it. I, I know it sounds foolish, but it's important. They'll be fine. We can come back later when it's dark or something. I doubt they keep an eye on us when we sleep. Really? Yes. <laughs> you really doubt that? I don't. <laughs> well... The way everyone else is behaving, I, I think they can be trusted to just go along and Let's do as they're told. Let's worry about surviving first and about the things later, right? Yes, you're right. Agreed. Yes, we we can tell the police when we find them. <laughs> yeah, we can tell the police. <laughs> that <laughs> will help. Kiana knows about the police. True. <laughs> you want to tell them about the book? Yeah. So, um... We found, uh, we found a strange hidden compartment with some keys, and um, uh, James will sort of glance around, sort of peek through the the, the window in the, the window to see that there's nobody coming, and sort of reveal a set of keys with a with a big weird ornate old one on it. Put them back in his pocket, and a strange book, like the cover was, it was made of like some sort of hard or rocky substance. And the writing inside, the book seemed really old, and the writing inside was really hard to decipher. But then we found this page with this just like terrible rhyme in it that told us what we have to do to to destroy something called the biz bismouth. Russell added it to his phone as a note. Biz biz. What is bismouth? Is that a place? Like I'm from Plymouth. It seems to be whatever they're using to to like control people, like they're building or I don't know, making or summoning a biz mouth like with a b i s did you just was was it biz muth like with no o that you know that, no, that crystal definitely biz mouth biz mouth yes uh bismuth is an element but i've never heard of a biz mouth can we roll history or education or anything to see if we've heard of anything oh you haven't Cool. Either way, that's probably what's hidden in the hidden room, right? If that in some way allows them to, I don't know, con- control people or, or or get people on board, whatever the incense is made of, the book is involved in some way, because after we'd been looking at the book for a while, it started to smell like the incense, and that's when Russell started to smile again. We need to steal some acid find this bismouth, and then do the chant. Do we still have the acid in our cabin from when the toilet was unblocked? I don't know. No. I assume not. I think no. Malcolm took it back. 
Do we know where it might be stored? Yeah, we saw the cleaning stuff in the office. Yeah, we did. Okay. And we still have a key to the office? Yes, uh, two, in fact. All right. But of course everyone's outside once again. Hmm. Do we think we can risk trying to do it now? Or do we need to wait until after dark? Or wait for dinner? I think we should wait till dinner. Okay. But I have a feeling it's going to get harder and harder to convince them that we're under the influence. There were some some dicey moments back there in the woods. Talia, how are you doing? Uh, uh, that was that was hard. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we don't know what they're going to ask us to do at the lake. I confess, I'm a little little bit worried. Yeah, me too. I think water and impaired people who are not in their right minds is a very dangerous combination. But they can't just be. Can't just be letting people drown. Surely that would have gotten out somehow. If people are returning from the retreat, even if they are changed, then fair enough. But if people just died... Accidents happen every day. Yeah, but surely that would have showed up in the Yelp reviews, wouldn't it? Had a great time except my sister drowned. (laughs) (laughs) We should at least be alright, hopefully. Okay, so... It feels wrong waiting, but... If, if that's what you think we should do. Well, it feels like the alternative is trying to create another distraction. Um, How did it go last time? Oh, surprisingly well, actually. <laughs> I bet they'd go for round two, honestly. They seem to uh, like it. All right, let's give it a try. <laughs> it's what? a risk, but uh, perhaps a good one. So what are we trying to achieve? Are we trying to, like, plough on with everything, or are we just trying to distract people long enough to go and steal some acid? We don't know what they do with the office later. It's maybe someone spends the evening there doing the books or something. I'd feel a lot safer if we had the acid out of there and in our room or something. It's a good shout. Do we have anything we could store some in? We need a container. Yeah, because if we steal the whole bottle again, it'll stand out. The the things in the hidden box... Mm. Hopefully they won't check in the place. But, you know, if the whole jug or whatever it is of, of, of acid is gone, that might stand out as well. Does anyone have a thermos or anything? When you guys were in there, did you see, like, a single huge jug or, like, multiple bottles, Keeper? Hmm... Group luck. <laughs> He's got the lowest. I've got 47. I've got 41 now, because I just spent some. That's the one, I think. Okay. Let's give it a go. No, 46 would have passed if I hadn't spent it earlier. One jug. No. (laughs) We could go to the kitchen, perhaps. What kitchen? Gets just a drinking mug. Are there glasses in the bathroom, like for people to stick their toothbrushes in or something? Possibly. Got like a non-sealable container of acid yeah yeah that's i don't want to be carrying acid around like that do you know we'd, we'd want a thermos so we're just gonna to have to steal the whole jug we're gonna have to i can't think of any other kind of mm. obvious vessel like unless they've distributed water bottles or whatever which they haven't we could clog the toilet again <laughs> kiana start eating those beans <laughs> <laughs> not my beans <laughs> Uh. <laughs> I was about to suggest we could empty a bean tin, but I expect it reacts with metal. 
I'm also now having flashbacks to that scene in Breaking Bad where they they put the acid in the wrong kind of container and it melts. Yes, exactly. Straight through the bathtub, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't want that. Yep. Um, I, as a player, know what sulfuric acid does and doesn't react with, but I don't know if Karen would. Isn't Karen an engineer? Yes, she is a... Um, she's a civil engineer, okay, I think. So. Um, let's see, is, is chemical engineering a thing? Yeah, it is real. <laughs> I mean, in the game, is chemical engineering a thing? Oh, she's got physics! Uh, yeah. and it's not quite chemistry, but it's similar. <laughs> um, would, would, would Karen know that um, uh, sulfuric acid can't be stored in metal or plastic, but can be stored in glass and ceramics? Uh, mm, possibly, but Kiana would definitely know. She's a scientist. Oh, great. So she can tell you that. She tells you that. <laughs> Excellent. <Yeah. laughs> Thanks, Kiana. <laughs> <laughs> Fount of knowledge, Kiana. <laughs> so, I guess what we need is a mug or something. Um, very secure, but we'd have to be very careful with it. Shame this is a vegan retreat, otherwise maybe they'd have milk delivered in those glass bottles. I don't know how safe I... I don't know if it's safer to trot around this huge place with an uncovered mug of acid than it is to steal the jug and hope no one notices for an evening. I mean, what are they going to do? Start searching everywhere because there's a jug of cleaning supplies missing? It's a fair shout. Good point. If we're stopped by a random member of staff, we could just say we've been given it by another member of staff because the toilet's clogged. Brilliant. Yes, they're not going to check with each other if we've already clogged the toilet. Who's going to start the conga line this time then? <laughs> <laughs> Well, should we stick with our assigned roles? Seems to me we did very well last time. Uh, okay. I'm fine with that. I'm sure I can keep it up a little bit longer. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeed. Although, (laughs) if we have to do another round of Kumbaya, I don't know if I can take it. (laughs) Maybe you should swap around. We can do, uh, (laughs) we can do, um, what's the song about? Bottles on the wall. Why can't I remember it? Ten I green think... bottles. <sighs> Thank you. Isn't isn't there a, like an American variant with like nine hundred and ninety nine bottles? Ninety nine bottles of beer on the wall. Ninety nine bottles of beer. You take That's one down, one. pass it around. There's ninety eight bottles of beer on the wall. There we go. But we Could start you teach with... everyone the macarena. Sea oh, shanties. <laughs> Perfect. It is modern. <laughs> I mean, it, it, people are into them at the moment. Yeah, there's been a resurgence. Sea singing, shanties. Perfect. In all seriousness, singing in a round or something. Exactly. It's got cool and response. It gets people engaged. Proper group activity. Yep. I'm on board. Totally. Sea shanties. All right. So who's in charge? Uh, I guess Nicola and I are on are on sea shanty duty, and <laughs> everyone else is going back to the office. Yep. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'll say that. Yeah, you managed to get people's attention once again, especially because they're already primed singing and dancing. It's very exciting times, and you sneak in to the office and manage to get the acid. Nice. When you meet again at the cabin, you only have five minutes before the next activity, because you've been chatting for a while. Alright, we did it though. Can I stash the bottle of acid in the cistern of the toilet? 
Yes, you can. Bosh. Noise. And Malcolm arrives and he says, Is everyone ready for the next activity? Am I? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, yes. Boy, howdy. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving I'm loving happy Russell. <laughs> I am having a wonderful time. <laughs> okay. This one is special. We're gonna get to meet some more people. He says, follow me. Hooray! I like people. Yay. You are led to the side of the lake and you see one of the other groups led by another assistant uh, come to you. They are all so smiley and excited and laughing and giggling and they are very excited to meet you. They hold your hands, they hug you like, like you were the best friends and then Sage appears and she says this is the final activity of our schedule. This will teach you to let go of the others and of yourself, of course. It is a difficult exercise of certain, but if you've let all the other activities and if you've let the environment here just truly penetrate, then you will find it easy as a breeze. And I trust when you re-emerge, there will be nothing but smiles and happiness. And then you will be treated to a wonderful vegan feast. Now, as usual, the instructions are on the table. And after you've read them, we will pair you up. Will there be more of the salad dressing at the feast? Oh, God. <laughs> Ooh, I hope so. Who I love wants the salad dressing. to take on the final instructions for a bonus die? Uh, I guess it's between uh, Lydia, you and me. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to do it unless you want to take it. Uh, I read the last one, although I didn't have to do it on one breath. So, uh, <laughs> I lucked out. Oh my god, it's so long. <laughs> I do not back myself to do this on one breath. There's no universe in which I'm going to be able to do this. Uh, the last uh, one was a real a challenge, guys. If this is longer, then mm. yeah, good luck. Yeah, I don't think I could do this in one breath. Okay, let me see what I can do. Alright. Surrender to Hoyos, your final activity before you're fully integrated into your actualized self. Take a moment to appreciate how far you've come. Celebrate, sing and dance if you like, then proceed with less activity. Bring back in mind the one person that means a lot to you, how much you owe them, how you care about them, all the things you do for them, the power they have over you, and the pain they cause you. Imagine you're them, and that they hurt you. Would you be able to move on, your actualized self, know that this person has offered you and is in the past, and be able to let go of love and gratitude and without depending on the pain and misery? So try it. Take some time in your pairs to embody that person, pretend you're them, consider what they're thinking, what they love, what they fear, and then let go of your pair to help you release them. While you're in the water, don't sit for there. Don't let the pain take up you. Remember, you have the brand weight, you have the love. <laughs> you don't need physical form after a minute. Your pants are holding you down. Come out, breathe, and rejoice. You are yourself. <laughs> he only went and did it. Oh, <laughs> nearly. Yay. Uh, did you get yes, to the end? You did. 
Uh, yes. I mean, <laughs> nice. I, I think I think Seb might have oh, actually brilliant. died. But <laughs> died and came back to life. Love that the way the audio cause. quality went, at least at this end, could not tell whether Seb was surviving the process <laughs> or not. That was like the broken up, frantic recording yeah. that you get in the horror game, like as oh. they're breaking down the door. <laughs> uh, this oh, is a game for free divers, oh. essentially, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's uh, who she playtested with exclusively, so... Yeah. Uh, do you think the listeners will have understood anything? Or do probably we need not, you to know. Read it again? I doubt. Probably completely I'll, gone. I'll give you the bonus die, but should we read it one more time? Normally. Read. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. We could summarize, right? Summarize. We could summarize. <laughs> so, summarize. Spend to your final activity before you're fully integrated into your actualized self, take a moment to appreciate how far you've come. Celebrate, sing and dance if you like, and then proceed with this activity. Bring back in mind the one person that means a lot to you, how much you owe them, how you care about them, all the things you do for them, the power they have over you and the pain they can cause you. Imagine you're them and that they hurt you. Would you be able to move on? Your actualized self would know that what this person has offered you is in the past and be able to let go of them with love and gratitude and without dwelling on the pain and misery. So try it. Take some time in your pairs to embody that person. Pretend you're them. Consider that what they're thinking, what they love, what they fear, and then allow your pair to help you release them. When you're in the water, don't succumb to their fear. Don't let their pain take over you. Remember, you have their memories and you have their love. You don't need their physical form. After a minute, your pair will stop holding you down. Come out, breathe, and rejoice. You are yourself. And then you are put in pairs with uh, other attendees you have never met before. Boo! They Uh-oh. laugh and smile and they say, Shall I go first or would you like to? And that's where we're going to end. Oh, this episode. God. Oh, God. <laughs> mm. All right. We'll die. Oh, there's a cliffhanger for you. This brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much, everyone. Seb, Noxicals, Hal, Lydia, and of course, our amazing co-editors, Brayden and Jason. You've all been the best. And a big, massive thank you to our listeners. You're all exceptional. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure to check out the scenario book on our website and drive through RPG. Maybe send it some good vibes with a review. Your listens, comments, and ratings are incredibly helpful. But if you want a way to support us further, please consider joining us over on patreon.com forward slash stars or ride, where you get access to episodes a week early. We'll be back shortly to recall Beyond the Madness for our Cold Elder and Avatar tier patrons. They get access to behind-the-scenes discussion after every episode, as well as bonus episodes, exclusive Discord channels, and more. Speaking of Discord, you can find an invite link to our Discord community, as well as all of our social media links, on our website at starsareride.com and in the description of this episode. Come join us. Now, farewell, dear listeners, until the stars are right again. 